Hi there, my name is Godman Akinlabe, Global Lead Pastor of the Elevation Church. Uh, I love to discuss self-leadership for men and for anyone who will like to lead themselves better. It's important for us to know that you cannot give what you don't have. If you can't lead yourself well, you can't lead others well. And as men, we have been charged with the responsibility of leading at home, at work, in an all, I mean, other spheres of life. And when we start it with ourselves and we choose to lead ourselves well, then we'll be able to take responsibility in every other situation where we are charged with leadership to lead well. Then it will be said of us that we're giving what we already possess or what is already working for us. So join me on this short talk on self-leadership and the promises to be uh, a learning experience for you. So let's start out with uh, looking at what is self-leadership? What is self-leadership? Uh, whether, I mean, a man or a woman, all of us need to lead ourselves. But for us men, uh, it's much more important because nature already, uh, uh, you know, just appoints us as, as leaders. Even God has already appointed us as leaders. Uh, a man is supposed to lead his home. Uh, husband is the head of the wife. And the word head connotes leadership. In the head of a man, is, that's where you find the eyes, the hairs, and the mouth. So when you talk about head, you're talking about capacity for vision, you're talking about capacity for direction, seeing and gaining wisdom. And you're also talking about uh, capacity to speak on behalf, of, on behalf of the family or give clarity uh, on behalf of your family, on behalf of your organization and wherever other place that you lead. And so because we are naturally, uh, uh, we have been naturally positioned to lead, we need to gain leadership uh, capabilities. We need to uh, hone our leadership skills from time to time and take our leadership quotient to the next level at every learning opportunity that we get. All right. So that's that's why I, I, I just feel we should discuss this today. Now, um, the main thing I want to zero in on is the issue of self-leadership. Like I said before, you cannot give what you don't have. Uh, when you lead yourself well, uh, the, the possibility is very high that you're going to be able to lead an organization well, lead your family well, lead a unit well, lead a team well, and even lead uh, your peers well, because the scripture says, iron will sharpen iron, and a brother will sharpen the countenance of his friend. If you're not adding any value in your relationship with other people, uh, it may just mean that you're wasting their time. Uh, so in every relationship that I found myself, uh, I want to add value. I want to lead. I want to create direction. I want to uh, be able to help somebody to gain direction, and it starts with me. It starts with me. Um, a, a, a good way to start this is to say, what is self-leadership? Self-leadership is the practice of intentionally influencing your thinking, feeling, and behavior to achieve your objectives. I say that again. Uh, the practice of intentionally, deliberately influencing my thinking, my feeling, and my behavior so that I can achieve my objective. That's self-leadership. Now, another word, you can say self-leadership is having a developed sense of who you are, a developed sense of who you are, uh, what you can do, uh, where you are going, coupled with the ability to influence your communication, emotion, and behavior on the way to getting there. Um, a good scripture is also um, Proverbs chapter 6, when you read from verse 6 to 8, uh, where the scripture says, go to the hands, use logout. Say, consider our ways and be wise, which having no captain, overseer, or ruler. 
provide our supplies in the summer and gathers our food in the harvest. Said, how long will you slumber, O sluggard? When will you rise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. Said, so shall your poverty come on you like a prowler and your need like an armed man. Simply put, the Bible says, though the ant is the smallest, one of the smallest of God's creature, one of the smallest of God's creature, it says, we big humans with our big frame and uh, every endowment that we have from God, we can learn from this, uh, uh, one of these smallest creatures that God has ever created, the hand. It said, the hand has no need for leadership. The hand uh, practices self-leadership. Uh, it said it has no captain, no leader, no overseer or ruler, but yet it's, uh, the hand is able to meet its objective, which is sustainership, uh, able to sustain itself in summer and gather, you know, gather a food in the harvest. Uh, and, and he said, when you are a sluggard, uh, when you can't manage yourself well, when you can't manage your time well, when you can't lead yourself, uh, he said, then you have a lot to learn from the hands. Um, it's important for me as a man to ask myself, who am I? Who am I? Who am I? When I ask the question, who am I? I'm asking the question to be able to point myself in the direction of um, what are my strengths? Who am I in terms of personality? Uh, we, we know the four cardinal personalities uh, uh, that psychologists have postulated uh, for many years now and popularized by uh, the book Why You, Why you Behave the Way You Do by Tim and Beverly Lahai. Um, knowing yourself, uh, some, some, some of us are sanguine, some are choleric, some are uh, um, melancholic, uh, and some are phlegmatic, and you can have a mix of that. As a person, if you don't know who you are, Personality-wise, it's difficult for you to lead yourself because you will not know the proclivities of your personality type. Um, I'm um, a, a, a sanguine, uh, phlegmatic person. Uh, by that, I, I find it a bit easier to connect with people, my sanguine nature, my phlegmatic nature. Uh, sometimes it's difficult for me uh, to get into something new or start to push myself to do something. Uh, when I started to lead myself, I got the understanding that I cannot give an excuse that because my personality profile test says I'm, uh, I'm a sound flag, so uh, things will take me time to do. I will not push myself. That doesn't work. Um, I, I knew that I had to put structures around my life to push myself. I knew I had to, put, I had to enable my wife to be able to speak to me when it comes to getting things done because my phlegmatic tendencies uh, may hold me down in uh, breaking grounds and uh, you know, pushing myself to do things when I need to do them. And I know my sanguine temperament also can make me waste time when it comes to gisting with people. Uh, so if my wife and I, if we're on a, a date or we go visiting people and uh, somebody shows up and is willing to engage me in a gist, especially in the area that I'm seriously interested in, you have to pull me off from that place because uh, we just keep talking and talking and talking. My wife will say, look, we have to go now. She's more pragmatic when it comes to things like that. Our temperament is different from mine. So I need to ask myself, uh, rather than fighting my wife or my friends when they try 
to help me to realize that um, my the proclivities of my personality is 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 showing too much and it's going to hinder the objectives that I've set for myself. I will not unnecessarily fight them. Uh, so it's important that I know who I am. It's important that I know uh, my strengths if I want to lead myself. Uh, when you read the story of David and Goliath in the scriptures, David knew his strength. In when when uh, Saul brought the hammer for David to wear, David said, "No, uh, don't worry. This will not work for me. What will work for me is my sling." And I have the smooth stones, you know, right there that I can pick up. So what are your strengths? What are your strengths? Um, um, what results are you skilled at generating? Uh, this is how we lead ourselves because we, we need to play to the areas of our strength rather than playing to the areas of our weaknesses. What abilities do you need to enhance in order to get the results you want? Uh, what unproductive habits are preventing you from creating the outcome you desire? These are the kind of questions I want you to be able to answer um, and also answer if you're in a group of people and you can talk about this. Um, what are those kind of things? And in identifying opportunities for improvement, uh, I say don't waste time cultivating skills in areas where you have little competencies or where uh, uh, the areas that you found out that these are the areas of my weakness, not the areas of my strength. Concentrate on building on your strength. Everyone in life will be celebrated for their strength, not their weaknesses. Uh, and if, you, if I know that, then I should focus more on my strength. Um, uh, Paul was writing in Philippians 4 and 13, uh, when you read from verse 11, he said, Not that I speak in regard of need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I have learned to both be full and be hungry, both to abound and suffer need. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Uh, so I can, I, 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 people pick up on that and say, I can do all things. But Paul said, uh, if you read the, the, that passage very well, it says, I know how to be abased and how to abound. To be abased in the areas of my weaknesses, to abound in the areas of my strength. And he said, I can do all things. I can do all things there does not mean I can really do everything. It's that I can try to mellow in the areas that I know I'm not so gifted and I can play up my skill in the areas uh, of my learning, of my skill, or that I'm more in line with the grain, along the grain of my person or my personality. Though in leadership, um, we, we tend to pick up in some of those areas of weakness, either get people who will show us up there or at least do our best there. Uh, I'm not a confrontational person by by temperament or by personality, but in leading people, I know how to confront people. So it's either I get somebody else to do it or I summon the courage. Yeah, it may be on my to-do list as the first thing I'm going to do that day uh, and put all my energy into it. Uh, but if I'm speaking somewhere for one hour, it may not be as important as confronting somebody for 10 minutes because it's not an easy task for me. So leading myself means that I need to generally uh, put a lot of energy into getting that done. Um, what are my values? If I want to lead myself, I need to understand my values. What are your, what are the ethics or etiquettes with which you lead, lead your life? Uh, what do you see as your most important responsibility for living a life of what? Or, or, or an ethical life? 
um, where you work right now, do you do things that resonate with the ethics of the organization or are you struggling? Because that's what determines whether you should stay or leave. So what are my values? Uh, when you read in Matthew 26 from verse 16 downwards, you read about uh, the woman with the alabaster box. You know, people came there and they, they tried to, to talk her out of it or even told Jesus, this woman should not have done this. She should have, this oil, you know, we could have given it to the poor. You know, we have all those arguments in church today, but Jesus said, you know what? Uh, our values are different from your values. She has come here to prepare me for my funeral, for my burial. And he said, wherever the gospel is preached around the world, what this woman has done today will be celebrated. She, she valued uh, Christ's you know, well-being, that, that, that she values, she plays a lot of premium on the person of Christ. Not that she, she doesn't have value for poor people, but at that material point in time, she valued Christ. And Christ there was saying, look, you have different values. This woman, her value is for my body to be okay. Some of us have very strong value for the church. That's why we do all the things that we do in the church and serve God. Uh, and I'm saying that as a, as a man, as a person, you need to always uh, ask yourself, what are the things I value the most and how can I pour myself into them? That's when I'm leading myself. When I go uh, in the direction of things I don't value, things I don't, I'm not passionate about, it's like I'm walking against the grain and it's an up a task all of the time. Also, you need to ask yourself the question, um, um, where do I belong? For instance, we can say enterprise or career. What career environment do I belong? Is it the social sector? Is it finance? Is it this, you know, and that? Uh, ministry career? Is it politics? Is it governance? Um, public service? What, uh, you know, career path? will be best for me. Sometimes people make transitions. I know a lot of you are already on superb career paths, but sometimes you check yourself again and you say, look, in this, this current stage of life or this season of life, I need to focus on having uh, this kind of career path. Maybe your family needs you more right now. Maybe you're trying to settle down to get married, or maybe your, your children are quite young. Self-leadership uh, will demand that you talk to yourself based on the exigencies of the moment and the season that your family is in or that your life is in, uh, what career path should I be on? Or should I embrace an enterprise rather than career? Uh, what am I gifted for? Am I a gifted entrepreneur and I've been locked up in the career path uh, that, is, uh, that is now affecting my, my service team and I need to brace up and take some courage and jump out? Uh, what can I contribute? When you find yourself anywhere, in a team, in a group, at work, you know, what can I contribute? Self-leadership would demand that I decide what I can contribute to any team, to any um, organization, to anywhere I find myself at time. People find themselves in groups, in teams, whether in the um, uh, social sector, in business, or in, in career, and they, they're not able to just answer the question, what is my greatest contribution to a team when I join a team. A lot of these things can be res resolved by just taking simple tests like personality profile tests, like the, uh, the Bellbin team inventory assessment test, which will show you uh, that when you belong to a team, for instance, you can be um, uh, you know, a plant, a resource investigator. You know that different words they use for that in, in team building. Uh, I took that test once and I realized that I'm a resource investigator. When I belong to a team, I supply information on how to get things done. 
and I'm also an ideas person. I may not be the best when it comes to execution, you know, and all those things, but I, 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 I get good, great ideas and I know people. If you put up my phone, you just type plumber, you may get three or four and then that need is met. So somebody who, who knows, somebody in government, somebody who knows, that's what I contribute when I get into a team, all right? Lastly, you need to also be able to um, uh, um, ask the question, uh, what are my responsibilities in my most important relationships? Uh, if you're like me, I'm a married man, my husband, father, I'm also children to my parents, so they're late right now, but I have parental figures, my parents-in-law are alive, so I'm children to them. I'm friends, I mean, I'm, I'm friends with my friends, and I have quite a number of close friends who have expectations of me. I lead an organization, the global lead pastor of the Elevation Church. What are my responsibilities in all these vital relationships and commitments? As a man, as a responsible person, I need to be able to list them out and follow through with them from time to time. If I will um, uh, bring my best you know, self on in every relationship, I need to know what are my responsibilities. How can I be the best husband that I can be? How can I be the best uh, father that I can be? How can I be the best son uh, to my, my, my parents that I can be? How can I be? Uh, the best pastor that I can be. What are the expectations in the very critical relationships that I have in my life and how can I uh, be the best in all these relationships? If I can answer the question to myself, it then puts me on the path to self-leadership which will position me uh, to lead better when I get into those uh, relationships. Very lastly, um, as Someone who wants to lead himself or herself, especially for us men, you need to mind your internal conversations because your life is led in the direction of your most dominant thoughts. And our thoughts come out of our internal conversations. What am I telling myself about me? Am I asking the right questions in my internal conversations? Rather than asking the question, why is my marriage like this? Children, I ask the question, what can I do to make my marriage better? Why is this person resenting me? Children, I ask myself the question, um, is there something I'm doing wrong? Or is it that this person is going through a phase in his or her life? And that's why this person is resenting me. Uh, you, you remember the, the story of the, uh, of this, the, this, the, the jailer in, um, in the, um, the book of Acts of the Apostles, chapter, I think, uh, chapter 16 or so, where they ask the question, men and brethren, what shall we do? that we may be saved. There's a question uh, that will elicit the right answer. What kind of question am I asking myself? Rather than asking the question, why, why, why is it that people don't like me? Uh, I, I should ask the question, what am I doing that is repelling people away from me? How can I fix what is going on in my business right now? How can I fix what is going on in my marriage right now? What wisdom do I need? Uh, what should I you know, put in place because self-leadership will make you ask the question that puts a responsibility on you. Even if somebody else is in the wrong, how can I get them to behave right as much as it lies within me? So this is our life as men and this is our life as leaders. And it takes a great deal of a sense of responsibility to lead. And like I said before, 
It starts with me, it starts with you. When we get on the path of self-leadership, we will be able to lead others after we have led ourselves. You cannot give what you don't have. So think about this and make certain adjustments that will make you a better leader at home, at work, in church, and in other areas of life. Thank you for listening to me and uh, God bless you.